Jaguars Digital. Jaguars Digital. Jaguars Drive Time. Brian Sexton, John O'Shea, Ashlyn Sullivan. Jaguars Drive Time starts right now. I mean, based on the practice we just had, I feel good with where the team's at. You know, a lot of times when stuff's going like it is, uh, you know, you get a lot of finger pointing, a lot of, oh, well, I'm doing my job. We really don't have that. Everybody's on the same page, you know, trying to find solutions. Um, it's really all we can ask for. Uh, I'm, you know, couldn't be more happy with the guys that we have. And, um, you know, I'm excited to keep pushing and keep going to war with them. Heard from multiple players yesterday that same message, echoing Gardner Minshew having to be more productive, execute better, and take better advantage of opportunities this weekend against the Detroit Lions. Welcome into Jaguars Drive Time Thursday morning. We're here with John Osier and Brian Sexton. And John Osier, I don't know about you, but we heard from Doug Marone, Jay Gruden, Chris Connolly, and Gardner Minshew yesterday. Uh, I sensed a sense of urgency and definitely no nonsense getting to work this week. I don't know about you. Yeah, I mean, and that's what you would expect. You know, they've lost four straight games. Uh, it, it, it's time to either uh, win or start, you know, kind of accepting. But, you know, if you, if you don't start winning at some point, then all of a sudden they can't even talk playoffs, postseason, any of that stuff. So you would expect urgency. It, in terms of Gardner Minshew, everybody always tries to read the quarterback and they try to figure out what he's saying in his press conferences and <laughs> he hasn't been as giddy lately. Well, he's not going to be, you know, Gardner Minshew commercial guy on a four-game uh, losing streak. He's a serious guy. He wants to win, and he knows and he knows now's the time to be serious. I don't know if they will or not, but they certainly have a sense of urgency. Yes, big time, Brian. I don't know if you've noticed the, the Larry, Terry, Gary, giggling type of quarterback. We haven't seen that the past few weeks. Eventually, it all goes away, uh, and you become more businesslike. And Gardner's reached the point in his career where they're up against the wall, and business is the only thing that you can sell. So I thought he did a good job yesterday of you know, taking the appropriate amount of blame, if that's the word you want to use for what's going on, and then trying to keep his team together. I mean, he's acting, let's face it, the guy's been a pro since he got here. Um, he understands what it takes to play the game, whether he has the big arm or not, forget all that, all the intangibles he's got. And um, I liked what mm -hmm. I saw and heard from him yesterday. Big time. And with that, let's get into big things because it absolutely involves Gardner Minshew. Big thing one is the ratio. This is nothing new. We have talked about this the past few days. The pass to run ratio, where is it going to be this week? What should this offense be doing? It's no secret, Minshew the first week threw for 20 times or less and they won. The past four weeks, he's thrown for 40 attempts or more and they have lost. Offensive coordinator Jay Gruden says they might be sticking with the run a little bit more this week. Every week, um, our design is to go in there and run the football, pound the football. Unfortunately, I've done a poor job of sticking with it. Uh, so it's something that uh, something we have to obviously get better at and be uh, aware of the game, the situation, and all that. Obviously, sometimes late in the third quarter, fourth quarter, if you take out uh, that part of the game in the last two or three weeks, it's hard to run the ball. Uh, but we do have to do a better job early in games to try to maintain the run and, and, and keep our linemen uh, pounding the rock a little bit and keeping the pressure off Gardner. 
Big thing too is Captain Connolly. The veterans on this team, such as wide receiver Chris Connolly, have a big task at hand. Yes, worry about their own game, but it's on captains like them to show these young guys the way to fight through adversity. Chris Connolly has been here before and is setting a good example. You know, I've been on teams that were one in five, that won 11 straight games and went into the playoffs. You know, like I've been there, I've seen that. I've been on teams where we might have been just as talented as we are here and we won a lot of games. So when you tell someone that, it's tough to get them to believe, really believe that. But one of the things that I've noticed about these young guys is they're, they're tough, man. They're tough, they're hanging in there. They're working extremely hard. And so we don't have to coach effort here. Uh, it's really just raising our level of discipline and our execution. And so that's what, um, that's what we're doing. And um, you know, they're handling it. They're handling it just about as well as they can. Uh, you know, we just got to make sure that everybody's in the right place. Big thing three is Stafford. Matthew Stafford is definitely an incredibly talented quarterback, but not the elite quarterback we were talking about last week with Deshaun Watson. Nonetheless, this is a very dangerous guy when he gets hot and when he gets productive. The Jaguars defense is going to have to limit that production on Sunday. Let's go back up to big thing one. Brian, you have honed in on this and... I sent you the Twitter message yesterday when Jay Gruden mentioned the pass to run ratio. I was like, wow, Jay Gruden, he's watching Jaguars drive time. But uh, in all seriousness, well, this is definitely this is probably something of importance in the offensive meetings. <laughs> this is basic stuff. You know, I mean, it, when I look at Gardner Minshew now, I, I see Blake Bortles, right? I mean, they're different. One was a third overall pick and one was a sixth round pick. But I see a guy who is going to have success when he's got control of the tempo of the game. They need to be able to run. This is still, despite the fact that they've drafted receivers and brought in Jay Gruden, who's a passing game guru, this is still an offense that is predicated on the ability to run the football first and foremost. When they run the football, it plays right to Gardner's strength, just like it did with Blake Bortles when they ran in 2017 with Leonard Fournette. This team has to be able to run the ball in order to set up play action. When it does, we've seen how good he is. We've seen how he holds the ball, slides in the pocket, makes a move to the outside. He's terrific with play action, but he has to have, has to have the running game, which is why the ratio is so important. I don't think it can be any less than 50-50. In fact, I think it should be 55-45 run to pass. It's me, 27 years of doing this, it's the way I see this sort of formula working for him, but they've got to get that ratio right, John. Yeah, I, I, I can't even remotely foresee in the NFL these days a team actually getting to 55-45, but I, I know your point. You've got to strive to get much better. It was 22% last week or something along those lines. That's not going to cut it for this team. Uh, you know, last week, it felt like in the first half of that game, they had to have seen something that made them think, we have got to be able to throw against this defense because they are stopping the run. You know, it was, it was just too there and they had to take advantage of it. And it, it felt like that Minshew couldn't was what happened. So do they have to go back and say, even if we believe that this is a throw this is the defense need to throw against. Do we need to just go ahead and bat our heads against that wall 
and hope we break it down. So I don't know that they will go to that extreme, but we all know the closer you can get to something 45, 55, something like that, get the run up. I'd be stunned this week after all this talk if it's not closer this week, at least in the first half. Definitely agree, and it definitely plays to the defense that you're playing. This is the third week in a row that the Jaguars' offense is facing the worst-ranked run defense in the league, but we say that the past two weeks, Brian, really haven't seen any production because of that. Not enough, Schlin, not enough. Fair enough. All right, so let's go to big thing, too, which is Captain Connolly. Uh, John, wide receiver. Chris Connolly definitely fired up yesterday, and it's on guys like him. And we've spoken to Avery Jones the past two post games, and definitely we're getting the same vibe that uh, they're holding these guys accountable, but they have now a bigger sense of urgency that they have a bigger job to do as captains. Look, the leadership on this team is strong. I've been asked several times this week, do you think they'll quit? Do you think they'll get down at one and four? I don't sense this as a finger-pointing team. I don't sense locker room issues along these lines. The issue is, are they good enough? Is there enough frontline talent all over the defense to create and make plays in the situations that they're always talking about? There's not going to be finger pointing. They're pulling together. They're the same direction. It's a young team. Aside from Conley and a couple others, these guys haven't been around long enough to go, oh, it's, it's somebody else's fault. They're still trying to make their way in the league. I don't see finger pointing being an issue. I just wonder if there's enough frontline talent to win enough games to make them, you know, I don't know, happy if that's the right word. Well, you know, I yeah, I agree. There's not going to be the when you talk ahead, about Brian. Doug Marone and Dave Caldwell, they both stood up and gave this team uh, a thumbs up before the season began, and they they both expressed how much they liked the team and how much they wanted people to give it a chance. And, John, I think it's for the reason that you pointed out. There's good veteran leadership, but there's high-character mm -hmm. young players on here. So they felt like if there was enough talent that he, that he elevated, right, that arose, they might be able to be competitive and win some ball games. Yep, couldn't agree more. High-character guys that are going through some adversity right now but seem to be handling it in the right way. When we come back, we dive into Sunday's game against the Detroit Lions. Multimedia journalist for the Detroit Lions, Tori Petrie, joins us next on Jags Drive Time. You can step up to luxury now. Hello, I'm Dan Fields. Whatever you're driving, you can step up to luxury now. Plus, get our Fields amenities, which include complimentary loaners, car washes, and our cafes. Make this your year to step up to luxury at Fields Cadillac, Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Lexus. When it comes to the ultimate car buying experience, there's only one name that matters. Fields. And Fields matters because you matter. The Fields Auto Group, proud partners of your Jacksonville Jaguars. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to 
change without notice. Equal housing opportunity. Oi. Bonjour. Xin chào. Dobry deň. Keep financiat kon. Como te podemos ayudar? If you have an accident, the last thing you should have to worry about is a language barrier. That's why at Fair and Farah, we have a team as diverse as our clients. So no matter what language you speak, we'll fight for your voice. Farah and Farah, here for you. Nahna hon lalkil. Ici, pour vous. Aquí, para todos. Here for all. Jacksonville. Fair and Fair reminds you to continue to wear a mask. Help prevent the spread of COVID-19. Fair and Fair, protecting you and your family since 1979. Back on Jaguars Drive Time Thursday morning, brought to you by the Fields Auto Group. We're taking a deep dive into Sunday's game against the Detroit Lions. Here with multimedia journalist for the Lions, Tori Petri. Tori, thanks so much for waking up early with, this, with us on Thursday morning. You're coming off an early bye week in the season, and I know that the Lions had a pretty tough schedule to start the year. So take me through how you would summarize this first quarter of the season. First of all, Ashley, thank you so much for having me. I love being on here with you. Love the Gator helmet and your background. It's great to be chatting with the fellow Florida <laughs> Gator here uh, on Jacksonville Radio. I appreciate you having me. So let's talk about what the Lions have done in these first four weeks of their season. They had the bye in week five. It was a tough way to open the year. We saw them do this last year where they would get leads in a game uh, and then they would lose it there in the fourth quarter. And that happened in several of their games so far this season. Uh, they got off to a hot start against the Chicago Bears in week one and then fell behind, ended up losing that game to the Bears, a game they definitely should have won. Uh, week two, they really uh, had a, a tough time at the halftime swing with the Green Bay Packers and the Green Bay Packers won that game by a long shot. Week three, they were able uh, to beat the Arizona Cardinals and get their first win in 11 months. But then in week four, they fell uh, to the New Orleans Saints after getting out to a 14-0 lead in the first five minutes of the game. So this team has not gotten off to the start that they want to, uh, but they really are hoping to turn things around now after the bye. You guys want John to jump in here? He's a Gator sure. alum. He can do the whole chomp thing with you. I mean, oh, I'll go. Hey, Tori, how are you? I'm good. It's so good to chat with you guys. Nice to see you. Um, hey, you were probably a freshman in Gainesville when the Lions drafted Matt Stafford. He was a, you know, the top pick, clearly the best player in the 2009 draft. If you go back and look through the entire draft, the only player that you can say might be his equal would be LaShawn McCoy. Maybe that, but he has never lived up to the billing in Detroit as being the number one overall pick, 42,000 yards. He's got some good numbers, but he's never gotten to that level where you think of him with the elite quarterbacks, even though he was drafted like it. So what is the perception among Lions fans of Stafford? And, and what do you think his long-term future is there? He's still a young man with a lot of football left in front of him. Yeah, I mean, well, when you talk about what Stafford has done over the course of his career, you have to remember that wins are not always a quarterback stat, uh, that sometimes it has not been Stafford's play that hasn't gotten them over the hump, uh, but sometimes the team around him hasn't been good enough. Stafford has uh, carried this team on his back for many points of his career. And last season, he was playing at an, uh, you know, an all-pro level before he got injured with that back injury. 
halfway through the season and then missed the second half of the year. Uh, we really thought he was going to come out with that same uh, power that he did in Daryl Bevel's offense uh, to begin the season last year, uh, this season, but he hasn't quite been back to his normal self this season. Uh, he's had a little bit uh, of a tough time in these first couple of games. Uh, Daryl Bevel, the offensive coordinator, pointed out maybe it's his footwork that he needs to work on just a little bit this year. But Beth, Matthew Stafford is an incredibly talented quarterback, and he has been the backbone of this Lions team for many, many years. Um, I really believe the reason why he hasn't gotten over the hump isn't because of him, but sometimes because you know, it takes more than just a quarterback uh, to win football games. And this season, it seems like he's maybe made some of those poor decisions because he's been trying to do a little bit too much. Uh, his defense hasn't really been backing him up in the way that they need to be. Uh, so it feels like he's trying to throw a touchdown on every play just because he feels like he has to do so much. Uh, you know, it's not something that he has come out and said. That's just something from from my observations of watching him. So uh, I'm not really sure what has been going on with his game so far this season, but it hasn't been quite on point. Uh, but he did talk this week about how the Jacksonville Jaguars are the one NFL team that he hasn't thrown a touchdown against, even though he is 2-0 against them. Uh, so he's looking to change that this weekend. Okay, Tori, I'll... I'll go next and I'll give you a little. There we go. That's how I you like do it, it, right, Schlen? Like Is that the. Okay. All right. Uh, I was asked two, and uh, the, uh, the first one's short, so I'll just ask them both. TJ Hawkinson, a lot of Jaguars fans are familiar with him because that was who they, this team might have picked had they not gone Josh Allen. And then the sense of urgency for this game for the Lions. They're one and three, and I assume they feel like they need this game to get healthy and get it right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I definitely agree that they are looking at this game as, okay, we it's time for us to turn things around. First quarter of the season didn't go how we want it to, uh, but now we have an opportunity to start to turn things around uh, here in week six. You mentioned TJ Hawkinson. He is a huge part of this offense, and he's been one of their bright spots through the season so far. You know, we talked about them not getting off to the start that they want, but TJ Hawkinson has played solid in, in every game that they've played so far this season. He got off to a hot start in his rookie year with a big game against the Arizona Cardinals, uh, you know, in, in his rookie season in week one. Uh, kind of tapered off a little bit after that, but we've seen him be a favorite target of Matthew Stafford's here in this season so far. Uh, he has been, you know, a, a solid option for him, a solid option in fantasy as well at the tight end position. So I would expect that to continue this week. All right, Tori, we got one more for you. Let's go to the defensive side of the ball. This defense against the run, as of right now, allowing on average 170 yards per game. What has this defense talked about in stopping Jaguars running back James Robinson? He's definitely been a positive here for us down here in Jacksonville. Yeah, James Robinson has been a huge topic of conversation in Detroit this week. They have talked about how they have got to stop that guy. It's been so impressive what he has been doing as an undrafted rookie free agent. Uh, and the Lions coaches have all talked about how they need to be able to stop the run better than they have. It's the one thing that they really did well in that game against Arizona, their one win so far this season. They were able to stop Kyler Murray on the ground and force him to throw, and they got three picks in that game. So I would expect that they're kind of trying to do something similar this week. They really want to stop the ground game so that they are able uh, to, to make – 
the Jaguars one-dimensional. That would be their goal this week. But they have struggled against the run so far this season. And like I said, the one game that they won, that was something that they did well. But in all the other games that they've lost, they have really struggled uh, to stop the run. Now, they haven't quite said what adjustments they feel like they need to make to be able to do that, but they certainly need to have made some, and they are hoping that this bye week has given them time to reassess their defense uh, and look at what they have been doing wrong against the run. All righty, big game on Sunday, Jaguars versus Lions here in Jacksonville. Tori Petri, thanks so much for joining us. Go Gators, of course, they need all the help they can get this week. We appreciate you joining us this morning. Thanks so much, Ashlyn. Go Gators. All righty, when we come back on Jaguars Drive Time, some top tweets here on the Jaguars Digital Network. Step up to luxury now. Hello, I'm Dan Fields. Whatever you're driving, you can step up to luxury now. Plus, get our Fields amenities, which include complimentary loaners, car washes, and our cafes. Make this your year to step up to luxury at Fields Cadillac, Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Lexus. When it comes to the ultimate car buying experience, there's only one name that matters, Fields. And Fields matters because you matter. The Fields Auto Group, proud partners of your Jacksonville Jaguars. At ViStar, we believe in better. And that means treating people better with friendly, personal service that's kept our members happy since 1952. A smile and personal greeting when you enter the branch, an online or phone chat for those quick questions, and a call center that's open every day. If you believe that great service is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity the jaguars have introduced jags at home an interactive second screen experience on jags game day featuring myself and eric dunn each sunday you'll have the chance to win ten thousand dollars in cash and prizes visit jaguars.jagsathome.com for more information on how you can play top tweets top tweets Top tweets. We start top tweets with some breaking news as of last night. A trade going down between the Titans and the Jaguars. Something you don't see too often trading within the division. The Titans have traded Kamale Correa to the Jags, a linebacker. Very productive for the Titans last season. Five sacks, two in the postseason. Has not as had has not as had as much productivity so far this year. Has only gotten 39 snaps so far this year. So Brian, why do you think this happened? I know he was unhappy in Tennessee, but you don't don't see this often happen often in the division. Um, it makes me wonder if Josh Allen's going to be down for a little bit longer than they maybe anticipated. Um, you know he. When you're listed as questionable and then you don't even travel, 
on Saturday, and I know that things are a little different in the COVID era. Um, that's, you know, my first indication, all right, something's up. And then when they trade for a linebacker who had two tackles and um, give up draft capital, I don't care that it's a sixth round pick. A sixth round pick is Daniel Thomas, right, who had seven tackles last Sunday. So there's value there. Um, I don't know that they're going to come out and say it, but I would watch Josh Allen and his production and his participation closely the next couple of days leading up to the game. Wouldn't surprise me at all if we don't see him this week or next, and maybe they get him past the bye. I, that's just experience saying, watch out for this. I don't know it to be true. It depends how quickly they can get yes. him ready. But, John, what do you think of this trade going down? Well, I'd certainly watch for that. Um, and I don't doubt that it could be a short-term couple-week deal. It also feels a little bit like they may be trade, you know, they knew he was going to come available. They knew they liked him. And they've had a little Kill bit of success this too. year with a, Josh, with a Josh Jones who was available with a Sidney Jones. So it may be a case where they really like this guy and feel like he could be a guy who fits in for the future. And they're saying, okay, would we have used a sixth round pick on a player like this? Yeah, probably. So let's go ahead and make this move. But I agree with Brian. Keep an eye on Josh Allen as well. Yes, we saw him at practice yesterday, practicing with a knee brace, but nonetheless out there at practice getting some reps in. All right, we go to top tweet number two, and it's all about our guy, Sidney Jones, the stat throwing up from last Sunday's game against the Houston Texans. And Brian, I spoke to him last night on Instagram Live, and he had some pretty interesting things to say about his time with the Eagles spent three seasons there and tore his Achilles his senior year of college. So he was always coming back from that. He said, like, as of right now, he feels like he is finally getting the production that he's wanted in the NFL. And really, it took a while for him to get over that Achilles injury. So I think we're kind of starting to see the real progress of Sidney Jones so far in his NFL career. Now, part of this game is getting lucky sometimes and, and having a player available to you with that kind of potential when he's ready to play. I, as I said, I watched mm -hmm. him and the way that he played, not just the tip balls, but just the way that he played coverage against Houston and thought, well, that he's better than anything else you have right now. So plug him in. Let's go. And maybe you've got a long-term starter on the other side opposite your very promising first-round pick, C.J. Henderson. Yep, and we're going to hear from defensive coordinator Todd Wash later on this morning. John, I'm curious to see how they use him going forward. It's almost the point where he played so well, you want to see more of him. Yeah, and I would think you would. Remember, as I'm sure he told you, he tore his Achilles at his pro day. He was going to be a first-round draft pick out of Washington. So this is a big-time talent, and it may be a case where – it, it sometimes with these serious injuries takes two or three years to come back. He did not look like a player Sunday who had been through a major injury. He looked live. He looked, uh, you know, peppy, as uh, Schlin used to say a long time ago. So he looked <laughs> very, very good. I, I would anticipate at some point that you would see Henderson on one side, Jones on the other, with Herndon possibly moving to the slot. That feels like it might be their three best corners right now. Love it. Peppy. The good old days of peppiness when we all used to be in the studio together. I miss those days. All right, Sidney Jones. Big things coming for him, hopefully, this Sunday against the Lions. We come back. Some th closing thoughts here on Jags Drive Time.
You can step up to luxury now. Hello, I'm Dan Fields. Whatever you're driving, you can step up to luxury now. Plus, get our Fields amenities, which include complimentary loaners, car washes, and our cafes. Make this your year to step up to luxury at Fields Cadillac, Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Lexus. When it comes to the ultimate car buying experience, there's only one name that matters, Fields. And Fields matters because you matter. The Fields Auto Group, proud partners of your Jacksonville Jaguars. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization. That's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity i'm Chantel baker fiance of dj chark my fiance is always prepared with a game day plan and so am i i'm always looking for easy ways to save time and Publix helps me tackle everything from pre-game prep to post-game cleanup with prices that are never out of bounds this week at Publix, assorted varieties and sizes of Tide Pods or Tide Liquid Laundry Detergent are on sale for $12.49. And look for new Tide Hygienic Laundry Detergent. Available at Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. Back on Jags Drive Time, Thursday morning, brought to you by the Fields Auto Group for some quick closing thoughts. What do we got going up on the schedule today? We have Todd Wash, defensive coordinator, Joe Schobert, Jared Wilson after practice, Jaguars all access tonight on CBS 47, Fox 30. And tomorrow morning, coffee with the coach right here, 9 o'clock, Jags Drive Time. We'll see you then.